Welcome to Christian Doula Connect, a podcast for faith-based doulas, birth workers, and breastfeeding business owners. On this podcast, I talk about navigating sticky situations, incorporating faith into our work, and helping you connect with other like-minded people. Welcome to episode one of Christian Doula Connect. Today, we're going to be talking about how to incorporate God into our businesses. So quick disclaimer, this podcast is all about business and faith. So if you don't agree, then unfortunately this podcast isn't for you. So as business owners and as believers, we always want to try to connect them together. And unfortunately in today's world, that is extremely hard to do. So I wanted to try and break down some different things that you can do to make sure that you're incorporating God into your business. So first, why incorporate God? Well, we are called to be light in this world. We are the light. Sometimes we may be the only exposure that somebody has to God and to Jesus. So we just want to make sure that we're using our voice, our platforms to promote him, to support him, and to help support our clients. And maybe even just leave a little sprinkle of salt behind and a little seed behind so that they can grow their own faith with the Lord and begin their own walks if they're not saved. So it's important that we remember that we are called to be the light. So one of the other important reasons why we want to incorporate God in our business is it helps us narrow down our target market. When it is evident that you are a Christian, that you are faith-based, and somebody landing on your page on Instagram or your website when doing a search, and they see that you are Christian, and they either say one of two things. One, this person is for me. I'm also faith-based. This is exactly what I was looking for. Or, I want nothing to do with them. They they may not agree with me. I don't agree with them. And that's okay. We all have our own target markets. There are plenty of doulas and breastfeeding educators and other birth workers who are the right person for them. And you just might not be the right person for them. And that is totally okay. So it does help us to narrow down who our target market is. So Sharing our faith in such an open platform in the world that we live in today can be extremely scary. There are so many people that share their faith and unfortunately get it kind of thrown back in their face. Um, They get rude things said to them, rude comments. We kind of have to take that with a grain of salt. We have to just smile through it anyway. And one of the best things that we can do if someone leaves a comment or something is we can just delete it. It doesn't have to stay. Well, that's one of the magics of being in the social media world. We can just hit delete. We get to control what people say on our things because we own it. And if they don't agree with us, that's totally okay. But if they want to be mean or rude about it, we can just end the conversation right then and there. We don't have to continue it. Put that boundary up. Delete that comment. Be proud of who you are. One of the other big fears that I hear a lot of people say about incorporating faith in their business together would be that they're scared they're not going to make as much money as other people. There is a large market of people who want nothing to do with us as Christians. And that's okay. Because again, they're not our target audience. They're not our target market. We aren't necessarily branding towards them. And that's fine. But it does make it seem like we're not going to make enough money. 
But at the same time, there's a large target market of Christians and people that don't mind having a faith-based doula or breastfeeder or other birth worker. So we want to focus on our target market. You will make money. The Lord provides for us. It will be totally okay. I know it can be scary, but not incorporating the Lord into our work can actually just be so much more detrimental. You may or may not make more money, but what is it going to do to your heart and your walk with the Lord? Because that is more important. So try not to be scared about not making money. Your right audience will be the person for you and you will make money from them. The Lord calls us to be bold in our faith, to be bold in our walk, to walk with him. Ephesians 3.12 says, In him and through faith, in him we approach God with freedom and confidence. So we just want to be confident in our freedom with him and freely express him within our businesses and it'll bring us the right people that we want to work with. So how exactly do we incorporate the Lord into our work? How are we supposed to do that? There are a lot of different ways you can do that. One of them is a very bold every single post and then there's other subtle ways of doing it. It is completely up to you and your branding. So branding is super important, again, because it goes back to telling our target market and our audience who we are, what we're about, whether or not they want to work with us, whether or not we want to work with them. So it's super important. So with branding, what does your business name say? My business name is Milk and Faith. I have faith right in my name. You don't have to have it right in your name. I have a lot of friends who have other amazing business names that don't have faith in it, but they have other kind of scripture or they have other things alluding to the Lord. There are a lot of great ways to do that. And when you put it right in your name, people know right away whether or not they want to work with you. The other thing is your logo. Does your logo match what you're trying to say? Do you have women in your logo? Do you have across in your logo. There are different ways that you can do it. So trying to incorporate things subtly into your logo could also help with branding and making sure that you're incorporating the Lord. My particular logo is just my name. It's super simple so I don't have any symbols or anything in it. So that's not something that I have and that's a choice that I made. But there are a lot of different ways that you can do it. Your website. So making sure that everything on your website aligns with your branding, aligns with what the Lord says, making sure to use scripture or language that makes sense that it aligns with biblical principles. So for example, in my blog posts, I always end all of my blog posts with have a blessed day. That's a subtle, great way of incorporating a blessing onto my readers and trying to incorporate subtle ways of bringing out my faith. Um, in my about page, I have a scripture, and that is also something that kind of uh, lets people know on my sidebar. Um, I use specific pronouns, frequently asked questions. I specifically state that I'm a Christian. So... There are different ways that you can include your faith into your marketing, into your website, your blog post, your logo, different things like that. So branding is your first 
thing that your customer is going to look at to see whether or not you're faith-based. The next thing would be social media. How are we supposed to incorporate the Lord into our social media? There are so many different platforms. So how are we going to do that? Well, Instagram is my jam. Love Instagram. So at the end of my posts, I say, have a blessed day. I use specific pronouns. I put scripture sometimes. I do my, a lot of mine in a subtle way, but it's still pretty obvious that I'm also a faith-based person. So you can incorporate scripture, you can mention stories where the Lord did something for you. If you're on a video, you can just drop in, have a blessed day. That's kind of like my go-to one. Or God did X, Y, Z for me. Thank God. Different things like that. Just subtle different ways. Or you can be super bold about it and super outspoken about it. That is perfectly acceptable too. I love leaving little nuggets in my... Instagram posts and different things just so it's just right there and that anybody watching anybody reading can kind of get a little bit of light while they're on my feed. The next thing is language. So recently I've been working on a really great course on breastfeeding for doulas so you can get a certification and everything in that and I was using language that I always use she her mom mother because that is my target audience. That is what I'm going for. Um, even though this is for doulas, it's still faith-based. And so I have sent some people for some feedback. I've posted in some Facebook groups and I got a question about whether or not it was going to be Christian viewed. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm not doing anything specific with LGBTQ. I am using she, her pronouns. Um, and then I got a lot of feedback in another group and some other people saying, oh, nope, you shouldn't do that. You should use more neutral language, not just women breastfeed. And it made me feel really scared. So back to feeling scared, like, oh gosh, nobody's going to buy my course. Nobody's going to want to do it. And then after thinking about it and I had thought, oh, I should just change my pronouns. I should just say they and use neutral language which is totally fine. If you want to use neutral language, go ahead. I felt like I had made that decision out of fear and not what out of the Lord wanted from me. So after talking to my husband and my pastor and thinking and praying and talking to the Lord, I decided to continue using mom, she, her, mother pronouns and not doing neutral language out of fear. So again, uh, there is nothing wrong with using neutral language in those situations, uh, but I don't think that fear should be the reason why I choose to use neutral pronouns because I'm afraid of not making money because in the end, that says that money is more important to me than what my God says. And that wasn't something I was comfortable with when I sat down and really thought about it. So you can make your choices. If it's neutral language because you really feel that the Lord is telling you just to use neutral language because you need to get something out there and it's not about the money and it's money's not your master, then go for it. That is not a problem. You can definitely use neutral language. That just happened to not be the case in my situation. So... You can choose to use mom, mother, she, her, or you can use neutral language. Just know where your heart is and where your heart is is what you should do. So what do you do 
when a client asked you about your religion. I have had clients ask me, and I'm very honest, I'm a Christian, that's what I believe in. And uh, most of them are like, okay, and that's the end of the conversation and it's not a problem. Um, if it ever becomes a problem and they are no longer comfortable working with you, one of the things I highly recommend, depending on where they are in your process of them being an official client, making sure that your contract is something that you can get out of. I suggest if a deposit's been paid, that it should be final because that is time that you have spent with them if it's been that long into the process. But making sure that is something you can get out of if you both feel like you need to get out of that situation. Um, or sometimes most of the questions come up before they're even clients. So you might get turned down. There might be some rejection. And we're definitely going to have an episode on dealing with rejection because of your faith. And just know that it's okay. Not everyone's going to jive with you. Not everyone's going to want to be your client because of your relationship with the Lord. But it's so important for you to hold on to your relationship with the Lord and for you to have your heart in a good place. So if a client or somebody doesn't agree, hopefully they're kind about it. But if they're not kind about it, there's a boundary there. Making sure that you are putting that boundary there, ending the conversation, hanging up on the phone, deleting that comment, not responding to a message for a little while or at all, depending on the situation, it is totally fine. You can have boundaries. It is super important to have healthy boundaries and to not let somebody tell you what you should be doing with your business or with your faith. So just make sure that you are also guarding your heart in those situations and that you're not letting somebody come in and that having the enemy come in and plant a seed of doubt that you should be changing something because you're not going to make money. You're not going to get a client. Just making sure that you're just strong in your faith, you're strong in your walk, you're guarding your heart because you are doing the right thing. You got this. You have this. You are the right person for this. The Lord tells you that you are the light, that you should be bold and confident in your walk with him. So do that with your business. It's so, so important just to let what others say roll off your shoulders not everybody's going to like you. You're not going to like everybody and that is totally okay. So I just encourage you today to really think about your branding and your social media and your language and how are you incorporating God into your business. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to follow me on all social media at Milk and Faith and join our weekly conversations on Clubhouse. If you have any episode requests or you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email me at jocelyn at milkandfaith.com. Subject, Christian Doula Connect. Have a blessed day.